This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1306, How to Tragically Love IELTS Reading. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. What's the best way to learn vocabulary for the IELTS exam? Reading books you love. Today we share recommendations for vampire books that have been adapted for film and television, along with related high-scoring vocabulary. Take notes today. Good morning, Aubrey. How's it going? I'm great, Jess. How are you today? <gasps> so good. Did you hear yesterday's episode with Mio? <gasps> I haven't yet. I can't wait, though. Ooh, I love interviews with students. It's so motivating for you guys to hear somebody else who's in it, hear some sample answers. I love getting student voices on the podcast. Yes, totally. So guys, if you did not hear yesterday's episode, um, I got to interview a real live student, Mio, and we did a sort of mock live speaking test for speaking part two and three. So definitely listen to that episode, guys, um, and hear what scores I give her and my personal feedback. It was so fun. Okay. Um, also, after the episode, after we were done recording, I got to meet her son, who speaks pretty good English, Amazing. and um, Sato. I Oh, I hope I got his name right if you're listening, because he listens to the podcast with his mom. So shout out to Mio. Is it Sato. on YouTube, too? So you can see him? Yeah. No, he's not no, on the okay. podcast. That makes sense. He just, yeah, after well, we after were done recording, recording gotcha. he came oh, to say hi. So yeah. Fun. Oh, so great. All right. But today, guys, we have a very fun episode. We have some interesting vocabulary, some dark vocabulary, um, and we're going to make wonderful recommendations for very fun vampire books. Yes, <laughs> I love vampire books. I think Me they're too. so suspenseful usually, right? Authors who write about vampires and supernatural are really good at building suspense, which makes them mm -hmm. a page turner. It makes them automatically more engaging. So they're great for IELTS reading practice. They're so great. Um, we had a question from a listener, Yusuf, and he was asking for some more book recommendations. And he had mentioned, I think he said brooding. He mentioned one of these like amazing vocabulary words in his question. Um, and so that is what we're talking about today. And also, guys, you know, remember, like I said yesterday with Mio, when you're learning English, when you're studying for IELTS, if you're enjoying what you're doing, you're learning more. And vampire books are very enjoyable. And they're also like romantic often. <laughs> I know, right? A couple of the ones we're talking about today, too. That's sort of what focuses the the plot or this driving is some kind of romance, right? There's yep. that forbidden love aspect, right? Exactly. Of a human in love with a vampire. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's so fun. Okay, guys. So let's get into the vocab first. Um, there's a there's a couple words that we throw around. Uh, young people use them still. People our ages, you know, 
let's say we're young adults. We're not young adults, but I'll take it. Um, at I heart, like we're young, young adults. adults. <laughs> <laughs> um, we use this vocab. So two words first, emo and goth. All right. Now, what do these words mean and how are they different? Yeah, we use them to describe people, their adjectives, and emo is short for emotional. So we often use it to talk about someone who's in their feelings a lot. That's a phrase, kind of a new slang phrase we use a lot to mean yeah. they're often really thinking about their emotions. They're not afraid to show emotion, but it really comes across a lot more in the way someone dresses, the music they mm -hmm. listen to. They sort mm -hmm. of fit into this box where they're described as emo. Yeah. So when we say um, in their emotions or in their feelings, right, that's it's usually like sad feelings. You know, right. it's it's Doesn't not like happy. <laughs> yeah. Emo people are, you know, like super enthusiastic. Emo people are like mm, kind of sad. And there's like I'm picturing like black hair that's like long on one side and like covering half of a face and listening to like some like tragic rock and roll, you know, totally um, stuff like that. So what is goth then? Because closely related, not the same. Exactly. Right. There were a lot of kids who were goth, quote unquote, in my high school. Mm -hmm. And I would characterize it mostly based on how they dressed, usually mm -hmm. dark clothing, but often yep. um, makeup that would make them stand out as well. Like they would do really white, like foundation, black lipstick, maybe black exactly. fingernails for this goth look. Exactly. And it was very much, um, at least the people I knew who were goth were just trying to stand out, set themselves apart. Maybe they had very strong political beliefs or, you know, something. And they wanted to, they were not trying to blend in. They were wanting to make a statement. Yeah. So goth is short for gothic. Right. And we think like the gothic period, gothic stories um, like black lace and black gloves. And like you said, like the heavy black eyeliners, black hair, everything black. Um, I, I was never a goth kid, but I should have been. All right. So let's use these in some example sentences. Of course, we use these to describe people. So, Aubrey, what is uh, an example? Yeah, so you could say describing a friend. My friend in high school was super emo, always wearing black with cool goth makeup. I was crazy jealous that she was willing to stand out when most of us were trying to fit in. This is accurate, actually. I was so yeah. jealous. I'm like, I wish I were un more unique like that. And I just wanted to blend in. <laughs> I love when our example sentences are like so authentic like yeah, that. Right. And after we finish saying it, we're like, I just admitted something. That was a real feeling. <laughs> exactly. Right. Sometimes they're not. And I'm like, I feel like I need to say this is not true for me. This one is. I know. <laughs> this was true for we, me. <laughs> but we always do that, though. I love us. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right. Now the next is uh, brooding. So to brood, that's the verb. It means to like really just feel very sad. You're like grieving maybe. Um, or you're just like like a teenager who is just always kind of angry and sad, you know? So to brood is the verb. And then brooding, of course, could be the adjective, the present participle. So Aubrey, what is an example? Yeah. So when you're describing a book, maybe for part two, often you're asked to describe a book. You could say the main character was extremely brooding and it shared a lot of his internal monologue about the depression and anxiety he was feeling. 
That is such a perfect example sentence for that word. Um, (laughs) Alternatively, uh, what if you're describing yourself in high school? You know, in part one, um, you have to talk about high school quite often. That's a common question type. And you could say, when I was 13, I was always brooding. And um, okay, I wasn't always brooding, but I was often brooding. I mean, that's but, pretty much the standard for teenagers, yeah. right? You like lock yeah. yourself in your room, you're you're in your feels again, just like brooding, thinking maybe you're, you know, anxious or upset, or maybe you're just mad that some friend wasn't kind to you. You have all these new feelings right. and emotions, right? As you go through pure so puberty, much. and you're just figuring it out. Yeah, I I have the, this very clear image. This one time I was cleaning my room. It was Saturday morning and I was cleaning my room. I was like 15 and I was just like angry. I don't know why. I was just not a happy teenager at that that morning. And I was like cleaning my room and, like, and I was listening to Rage Against the Machine and it was like super loud. And my mom came in and it was this point in the song where like there's like lots of swear words and stuff. And my mom was like, oh, wow. oh my, are you OK? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you just have so much emotion that you want to let out, whether that's through the music you're listening to or like yelling or just brooding in your room, right? Exactly, exactly. All right, last uh, vocabulary word, and then we're going to give you guys some amazing book and TV and movie recommendations. So um, tortured or tortuous. Okay, so these are both adjectives, of course. Tortuous. I love this adjective. I think it's very high level. I yes. don't hear people using it very often. So, of course, like tortured, torture is just like, oh, this is like the worst experience ever. It's like physically or mentally like so painful and 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 you're just suffering, right? It's torture. So we go to extremes when we use this word because we're not literally, ooh, we're not literally talking about torture, Let's right? Let's hope not. No one Dude, wants to be tortured. But this is like metaphorical. Okay. So stories, experiences, people, we could use these words. And if you think about the options, right, it means the same as very terrible or horrible. Every student knows those words. This is higher level. I've never heard a student use tortuous, right? So you could say like, it was a tortuous experience studying for my college entrance exams. And the examiner is going to be like, ding, ding. I'm impressed by that adjective. Oh my gosh. Yeah, for sure. Or like if you're talking about the environment, right? Speaking part three, writing text two, we could say like companies behave as if these pollution fines are tortuous when in reality, the amount of money is just a drop in the bucket. So we have that idiom drop in the bucket, meaning like almost nothing. Um, and I like that because we we hear, you know, like big companies complaining about like taxes and fines and stuff. And when you look at the actual amount, we're like, that's like nothing to you, Actually, you guys. That's nothing to you. <laughs> All right. So this is the part I was looking most forward to. We have three recommendations for you. The first, and I almost don't want to make this recommendation, uh, Twilight. Jessica, I, I can't believe you don't like Twilight. I still stand <laughs> Twilight. I loved it when the books were written. I thought they were so fun. They were page turners. I think the problem is the movies, especially at first, were low budget and pretty cheesy. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Was it when you were reading? Because I loved the books. Uh, they, they, I did not love them. <laughs> I read them all because one of my friends was in love with it. She kept sending me the books and I had to read them. Um, and I did watch all the movies as well. 
So you um, couldn't have hated it that much. I know. You still well, watched like, them. It's still like tortured love and vampires, right. you know? Like these are things that I love. Um, if you guys are interested, I recommend the What Went Wrong podcast. They talk about the production of movies and like mm. the whole process of making films. Um, and the the two that the two episodes they did on the Twilight series were fascinating oh, amazing i loved it, it to the point that i yeah. wrote an alternate ending because ah. i discovered the series when the first two books had been written and then it was going to be like a year before the last one came out and i did not want to wait a year so i oh wrote the God. ending and then oh when her ending the author stephanie meyer when her ending came out i was like mm, mine was better <laughs> and well, it was yeah. very different it was shocking how differently she ended it than i ended it which is interesting to think you would think that kind of is going one way nope anything I could happen did not, i did not like the ending i bet you'd like oh, mine better i, I want to read your ending <laughs> something interesting they point out on that podcast though is that um stephanie myers is a uh, mormon and some there are some religious themes that explain some of the um plot twists and and sort of questions i had about the plot and decisions could be explained by her religious background yes it's very true she insight. actually lives not far from here and she lived really close to me when i um, before i moved whoa and crazy true um i'm very familiar with the mormon faith and there were there's a lot of things that happened in the book that I, like made sense to me because of how i grew up which potentially wouldn't make sense to a lot of people depending yeah. on how you grow up I didn't see these things until I heard that podcast. Guys, if you hear this back and forth that Aubrey and I are having, this is some high level discussion about books. We are di like deep dive into the author and the author's background. We get this by listening to podcasts and reading, guys. If you're going to have great vocab and great ideas, you have to read to prepare for your IELTS exam. So brings us to the next recommendation true blood true blood i love i read all 15 true blood books uh, based on the uh protagonists her name is sookie stackhouse which i love that name that um there was name. also seven se seasons of a tv show so sookie stackhouse is just a waitress in what is it louisiana and uh she <laughs> falls in love with a vampire but it's not just like a love story it's it's very exciting and super silly and i love the true blood series. i did watch the tv show it was fantastic i feel like so i need good. to go back and read the books now right so good the tv series i watched all of it too so good all right and last but not least interview with a vampire this one's a classic, right? Yeah. Anne Rice. She writes very well. And these also were made into films, which are fascinating. And just before the episode, Jessica and I were talking about how sometimes these older films don't always stand up to modern times as far as mm -hmm. like there's a, a young girl who's like 12 in it. And is everything that's happening there appropriate? So it's interesting to think about this also. I mean, the vocabulary Anne Rice uses, you're going to be adding quite a bit of vocabulary to your notebook great She's author very verbose whereas stephanie myers is not not so much yeah, there probably she, will be new vocab but Anne rice is the gonna be the vocabulary mine like here's the thing if you want to learn how to use the word glittering um read twilight because it's used a million times Gl to, glitter. to describe <laughs> just that one 
adjective is like so repetitive. Um, but Anne Rice, yeah, like her, whoa, she is a prolific writer, so many books. Um, and yeah, amazing vocab, like very interesting word choices. Um, but yeah, so classic movie with Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, and Kristen Dunst interview with a vampire and last year guys um they made the first season of this tv show interview with a vampire and it really sort of played with some of the gender mm. roles and played up some of the um suggestions from the book i shall say Ooh, and, i haven't seen it yet i'll have to oh, check that out it is Ooh. amazing so well done highly recommend it Awesome. Some great recommendations today, you guys. Thank you, Yousef, for the question. This is how to learn great vocabulary for IELTS. Like Jessica said, if you like what you're reading, if you like the podcast you're listening to, your brain will be more engaged and you're going to be able to incorporate this vocabulary so that you can use it on test day. Don't memorize mm -hmm. vocabulary lists. Get the vocabulary from what you're reading and listening to. Exactly, exactly. I hope you guys enjoyed our recommendations. Uh, make sure to hit follow so you never miss an episode. And if you have a question, you can email us support at allearsenglish.com. All right. Awesome. Aubrey, thank you. Thank you. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.